0: Day, this is the Wellness 717 Podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig, I'm the host of this show. This is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. And the aim of this show is to give this community information so you can make smart, safe, and sane healthcare decisions. So as I say, relax. And enjoy the show. Well, welcome back everyone to the Wellness 717 Podcast. Dr. Jeff here. And we are going to begin really our series that we introduced last week. And the series was called The Perfect Storm. And what we're going to do today and the next two Mondays after this is talk about three things that I feel that are part of the perfect storm of bad health or bad disease in your body. So today's topic is about the sugar season, right? So most of us would think about this season as a cold and flu season. So we tend to have that mindset that it's a virus And we take medications, we get vaccinations and all these things, but no one really talks about how to stay healthy during this season. And there are tons of things that you can do, but I want to simplify this for you. And today, once again, we're going to talk about sugar, because if you are like many people, you're probably eating and drinking more sugar than you realize. And that's because it's added to so many foods and beverages, So usually around this season, beginning the end of October, the sugary treats make their monstrous, get it, monstrous appearance. And it marks the beginning of the quote unquote holiday season. It's a time of year where many people toss their healthy snacks aside and they reach for their sugary treats. I know I like my treats, but that's what today's talk is about. It's about awareness first. So today is Halloween. It's October 31st and there's going to be a lot of kids that are out there trigger treating. There's parties that happened this past week and some of you even had your trigger treat last week. So you probably have a bag or a bowl or a container full of Treats that your kids have received from going out and having a good time. And so what you do with them is important, right? Maybe let them have a few, but then put the other stuff away or give them away. Or put stuff in the freezer so you forget about it and just have a treat every now and then. You know, last week we talked about a simple fact that the average person, this is the average person that eat three to four pounds of sugar during Halloween. I know it seems like quite a lot, doesn't it? And the average person eats 130 pounds of sugar throughout the whole year. So during this season, right, these next six months from Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's to Valentine's Day and maybe St. Pat's Day, we have about five to six months where we need to make good decisions when it comes to uh, eating sugar, right? So we need to tone it down a little bit. I think that you would agree. You know, the sugar addiction is real. Eating too much sugar may make you feel good in the moment, but it can snowball into a full-blown roller coaster of ups and downs throughout your whole day. It seems like this whole podcast today is a bummer, right? It's a season of sugar stuff. I'm not saying you can't have these things. I just want you to be aware of how much you're actually eating. So what do the experts say about how much sugar that we should partake in each and every day? Well, the dietary guidelines for Americans recommend that adults limit added sugars to less than 10% of daily calories. So if you're doing a 2000 calorie diet, which isn't a lot, that means no more than 200 calories a day should come from added sugars. That's about 12 teaspoons or 48 grams of sugar. Now, the American Heart Association suggests a stricter limit for added sugars. No more than 100 calories from added sugar a day for most women and no more than 150 calories from added sugar a day for most men. That's about six teaspoons of sugar for women and nine teaspoons of sugar for men. Wow, it doesn't seem like a lot, does it? So to put these numbers into perspective, one teaspoon, which is four grams of sugar, has about 16 calories in it. And if you drink a 12 ounce can of regular soda, it has about 150 calories in it. So that's about 10 teaspoons or 40 grams of sugar, right? So you drink one can of soda and you're already over the limit. So eating many foods with added sugars sets the stage for potential health problems, such as poor nutrition, right? That makes sense, doesn't it? Weight gain. We've certainly heard about that. An increase in triglycerides. That's the type of fat in the bloodstream and fat tissue. And when you eat an excess amount of sugar, it can increase the um, triglyceride levels, which may increase your risk of heart disease. And of course, your dentist has told you this too. Tooth decay. Sugar promotes tooth decay by allowing bacteria to multiply and grow. So the more often you eat or drink foods with natural or added sugar, the more likely you are to get cavities. So just to make you feel more paranoid or more insecure, America takes first place as a top consumer of dietary sugar in the world. One sugar compensation is a major player behind the skyrocketing rates of chronic diseases like diabetes, obesity, and even cancer. So one of the things you need to realize is what sugar in. It's just not a tablespoon of sugar. It's in a lot of different things. It's in products called like agave, brown sugar, Corn sweetener, corn syrup, fruit juices. You've heard this one before. High fructose corn syrup, honey, raw and pasteurized, inverted sugar, malt sugar, molasses, raw sugar, sugar by itself. And then any sugar molecules ending with O-S in it, O-S-E, that's dectrose, fructose, which is the bad one, glucose, lactose, maltose, sucrose. All of those are the bad sugars and of course, any type of syrup. So have you ever heard, starve a fever and feed a cold? Well, This came from a research project from Yale in 2016, and they conducted an eye-opening study on mice, as they do, that led to the researchers to conclude that sugar can be either helpful or harmful, depending on what type of um, infection it is up against. For instance, if you have a bacterial infection, sugar was lethal to the mice. So if the mouse had a bacterial infection and you gave the the mouse sugar the, the the mouse would die now on the other hand if the mouse had a viral infection and you gave it sugar it actually helped the mice survive so you're scratching your head and saying oh wow so then i i need to eat more sugar during the flu season because the flu is a virus well not so fast So there are other studies that show that sugar has an influence on your immune system, right? Because it's your immune system that needs to be strong to fight off that viral infection or that bacterial infection. Because when you are sick, your immune system needs no distractions at all. That's why it's important maybe to stay away from sugar because, get this, sugar causes inflammation, is what brings on every symptom. It's your body's way of protecting itself. Doesn't matter what the condition is, what the disease is, inflammation plays an important role. So I think it's important that we're just clear about the different types or categories of sugar. We have complex sugars, and that would be things like your fruits and your vegetables. We've talked about this before, but once again, it's that fiber in those products right that came from the ground that weren't man-made that slowly releases the sugar into your body and those those are good sugars the bad sugars are the simple sugars these are the ones that give us quick energy as we mentioned then you crash afterwards and they can give you that quick energy but they're they're empty calories to begin with and when you take them over and over and over again they can actually weaken your immune system So here's a study from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. It showed that sugar suppresses our immune system by preventing our white blood cells from engulfing viruses, right? The white blood cells go out and eat up these bad things are in our body and the harmful bacteria within our bodies the same way. The same study showed that drinking two sodas reduced the ability of one's immune system by 50% for five hours after you were drinking that beverage, like a Coke or a Pepsi or your soft drink of choice. As for the complex carbohydrates that were found in vegetables and nuts, the study showed no adverse effects on the immune system. The study showed that fruits and vegetables provide the building blocks to a healthy immune system that could fight off viruses and bacteria when your body needed to. Another important point that I should mention is that usually when you are eating foods that are high in refined sugars, they're usually low in the much needed nutrients that keep our immune systems healthy. Our bodies break down these refined sugars into two separate sugars, glucose and fructose. Our liver cells can metabolize fructose while the majority of our other cells utilize glucose. However, here's the key, it's fructose that increases inflammation within our body and it raises our cortisol levels in the process. So sugar, inflammation, and cortisol are the key to why we shouldn't be eating refined or simple sugars. So get this. Cancer cells prefer glucose over oxygen, but our mitochondria can't use the glucose as energy. And our white blood cells, remember, they're going out to fight things. They are our immune system soldiers. Our white blood cells need vitamin C to function properly. And a cancer patient needs lots of healthy white blood cells to fight the disease. However, get this. Sugar blocks the absorption of vitamin C in our bloodstream and ends up weakening our immune system. So if you have cancer, and I hope you don't, or know someone that has cancer, we want our nutrients to get where they need to be. We want our vitamins and minerals to get where they need to be. And in this case, sugar blocks vitamin C that is needed for our white blood cells to fight off things, bad things in our body from cancer to viruses to bacteria. So in summary, sugar causes cancer cells to reproduce and thrive, and it blocks the mechanisms that would slow down or kill the cancer cells and tumors. So as we get near to the end of this episode about sugar and the holiday season, I want you to start preparing for, start today. And some of you may want to just stop the sugar cravings and some of you may go cold turkey during the holidays, but I can tell you that this can potentially lead to other unhealthy behaviors and some gnarly withdrawals such as headaches. We see this all the time when people try to give up caffeine, which is another story for another episode. So it's common to experience headaches and irritability and depression and even symptoms of nausea and muscle cramps. But the benefits outweigh all these things and it won't last long. But once you get control of your sugar intake, in my clinical experience, it takes about two weeks to get your body to recognize what it really needs which is real sugar or complex sugars instead of the simple uh, sugars that we talked about before that aren't good for us. So I'm not telling you to go completely cold turkey during this holiday season, but with a little preparation, you can ring in the new year feeling a bit fuller of cheer and not sugar. So change begins with awareness. That's the first step. And hopefully this episode has helped you realize that maybe you need to rethink things before you prepare a meal or go to a party. And not that you can't have sugary things, but just watch what you're eating. So here are some things that you can do to reduce the amount of added sugar um, during this season. Number one, start looking at food labels for sweeteners. As mentioned before, sugar comes in many different names. And if you look at a label, what's ever listed first in the ingredients is what it has the most of. So if you look at a label of a product, I'm talking about a processed food, right? There's no labels on an apple or an orange, is there? (laughs) It's if you ever thought about it that way. But when you look at these processed foods, if you see sugar in the, you know, top three or five ingredients listed from left to right, then maybe that's not the product that you should be eating. Start looking, number two, at the reducing the sodas or the fruit drinks. I think it's important to realize that there's no nutritional value in soda. And number two, with the fruit drinks, there's no fiber in it. So it just shoots up your blood sugar faster than you really think it does. And then I hate to say it, you know, avoid processed foods in general, but... Keep in mind, there's a lot of good food products out there that are made naturally, right? There's vegetables and fruits. In fact, why don't you make a list of the five top fruits that you like to eat and the five top vegetables that you like to eat, and that will get you started. So thanks for listening to this podcast on the sugar season. It's the first thing I want to talk about when we're talking about the perfect storm, I want you to stay healthy this holiday season. And to do that, it starts with awareness. And then step two is making changes, not just for you, but your whole family. Again, this is the Wellness 717 Podcast. I am Dr. Jeff Ludwig. This is hosted by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. If you'd like to know a little bit more about our practice, simply go to camphillchiro.com check out our website. Certainly give us a call at 717-761-8840. If you have any questions about anything that has to do with your health, I'll be happy to chat with you. I may not be able to chat with you right there and then, but I would be happy to set up a time just to discuss any health concerns that you may have or some strategies to overcome them. And as always, as we begin this week, be well and be blessed.